0: Well, some of us see our need for God. Many do not see that at all. And it can frustrate us. Why is that? Well, Paul addresses that in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. You're listening to Between the Lines.
1: I'm Junior. And I'm Scott. And do you want me to start reading? Yeah, who read first last time? I think you did. Okay. So I'll start. All right. Verse one, are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation or who ask you to write such letters on their behalf? And he says this because he's he's trying to help them understand that he has credibility in the last chapter. And so he's saying, like, now is it, are we just like boasting of ourselves or praising yeah. ourselves?
0: And it is tough though. I kind of feel for Paul when I see mm-hmm. this because there are times where, um, and I'm fine with challenge, but there are times where people challenge you, dad. And I know you feel this, but there's times where I feel challenged. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Do you think I'm an idiot? Like, i right. doing this a while. I feel like there's proof in the pudding here. Can, can you just listen to yeah, what I'm saying? What point
1: are you going to trust me? Right.
0: <laughs> you know, and that's kind of Paul. He's like, I don't want to sit here and brag, but like, come on, guys. I'm an apostle. I've done yeah. all this. Like, come on. Yeah. It's hard to do on your own behalf, but Paul's I, doing it here.
1: I remember making that statement actually to somebody. It was a number of years ago. And there was a bunch of people that, well, you remember when we had kind of a, Bunch of people that left over because of the changes that were going on in the church. And there were necessary changes that produced a lot of really good things in our church today. And I remember saying, at what point? I mean, listen, you, you can look at my family. You can look at my marriage. You can look yeah. at the kids that that I'm raising who love God. You, you, can, you can look at... You've heard my preaching for the last couple of years, and my life has been backing up, I think. I think I'm living the things at what point are you going to say yeah I, yeah I i trust him or you yeah. just going to reject everything and right. and he said I, I don't know you know left the church and 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 really sad because the, the the fallout in their family was not good the fallout in that yeah it was just a very sad because thing because god designed us to submit to shepherds yeah. and so we uh, that's and, the and thing it's not like, like not it's a, unconditional we've never right. asked for unconditional trust no no no
0: but, but I also but don't want to be a salesman to trying to sell everything every right. know, every time. It's like, let's just let, let, let the shepherds be the shepherds. And then me too. I've got to submit as well. Yeah. We submit to our elders. And, and I, I have
1: a team of elders that I submit to as well. Yeah. That's right. So anyway, this is a Paul saying. He said, man, it's it's not like I want to keep selling myself on this. Um, verse two, then the only letter of recommendation we need is you yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read and recognize our good work among you. Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. He is essentially saying is you are the results of our faithful witness, our faithful lives, and our witnessing among you. You're the results of this. You're the letters of recommendation. The proof is in the pudding, and you're the pudding. Look at you guys. Uh, Verse 4, we are confident of all of this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of His new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. The old way, with laws etched in stone, led to death. Though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face. For his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. Speaking of when the law was given that yeah. Moses, the, the glory of God, had created this brightness in his face that he actually had a veil to, so that it wasn't blinding to the children of Israel when he came down from the mountain. And,
0: and I love this next part, Dad. Before you read verse 8, I just want to yeah. say this, that um, my devos consist of listening to Between the Lines it almost sounds egotistical. I listen to myself. Yeah, I know that's but the word of God being it, read. It is the word of yeah. God being read. And but then I I also listen to um. Then I go on the app, the bridge, uh-huh. bridge app, and I have it. I have read it to you. read okay. to me from another voice as I just walk or, or you know whatever. And this next verse hit me last time we went through this.
1: You know, I was going to say the same thing because this was a, actually a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. When I when I had it read to me, I yeah. did the same thing.
0: Okay, all right, and it really hit me. So go yeah. ahead and say what you're going to say. So he says that you know that Moses's face is sorry. Moses gets the Ten Commandments and his face is glowing. He's like that. That was cool. But in verse eight, he's like that same glory is now in all of us. Yeah, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, that is in you. Isn't hmm. that yeah, cool? But so he says verse eight. Shouldn't we yeah. expect far greater glory under the new way? now that the Holy Spirit is giving life. So what made Moses' face shine is in you. Yeah. The old way, which brings condemnation, was glorious. How much more glorious is the new way, which makes us right with God? In fact, that first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new way. So if the old way, which has been replaced, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new way, which remains forever? Hmm. Since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. We're not like Moses who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory even though it was d- destined to fade away. But the people's minds are hardened. And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds that so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Mm. That answers what we were talking about before, that some mm-hmm. people see their need for God
1: and some people don't and this veil can only be removed by believing in Christ. Well, the in, the analogy that he's using here is that as Moses had that veil that the same glory that came into Moses because of he was in the presence of God. Now we have the Holy Spirit within us that produces this and the way that Moses had his face veiled was keeping them from being able to see the full glory. He's saying that that veil is over people's faces not being able to see the full glory of Christ yeah. in us.
0: And he takes it further on into verse 16 mm-hmm. verse 15 first it says yes even today when they read moses writings their hearts are covered with that veil and they do not understand but whenever someone turns to the lord the veil is taken away yes for the lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the lord is there is freedom isn't that a song isn't that an old song
1: yes uh where the spirit of the lord is there is there is freedom yeah yeah
0: so all of us is verse 18 so all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord and the Lord who is the spirit makes us more and more like him as we are
1: changed into the glorious image.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. The Bible yes. college I went to,
1: uh they they had a uh freshman it was a big deal. They had a a final speech contest for all of the freshmen. You know, there's like I don't know 300 of us, 400 of us freshmen, and we were all required actually to enter into that speech. And uh, it was a patriotic speech. It was supposed to be a patriotic speech. I used this verse right here, yeah. that, that verse where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I, won, I wound up winning that, that really? contest. Yeah, so I cool. did it in front of the whole campus. Yeah, it was kind of a cool that's thing. Awesome.
0: Well, that's cool. If only we had a tape of that from back <laughs> yeah, then, I that would I, be fun. That would have been cool. I wish I had a tape yeah. of it myself. All right. Well, Proverbs 29 is the proverb for today. Dad, did you pick one out?
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, and that is verse 8. Mockers can get a whole town agitated, but those who are wise will calm anger. So are you one that creates agitation <laughs> or are you one that brings people together and creates this calmness? Let's talk this about
0: online. Mm. Are you a mocker mm. who can get the whole timeline agitated or are you wise and calm the
1: anger? Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right before we, okay. you know, we, before we close, we got what, what's the national day today? It's the uh, national day of national some sort. Goose day. I don't like that though. I hate geese. I yeah. I I think that it ought to be open season. I do not understand why geese are protected. The Canadian geese. They're, they're nasty. Yeah. They're, oh, they're filthy, awful. dirty. They hiss at you. They, they're mean. Yeah, right. They're good meat. So yeah. why don't they, we just have open season on geese and let us eat them? Yeah.
0: I wonder why they're protected. They're everywhere.
1: Yeah, like I, it does not robots. make they're sense. That prote- they, should not, or something. they should not be protected. So yeah. let's not do the National Geese okay. Day. You got another national,
0: one? It is National Coffee Day.
1: Oh, there we go. I like That's that one. one. Yeah, so go drink coffee if you're not already. That's right.
0: And hope maybe you just had a coffee with us. It was great to celebrate National Coffee Day with you. Over 2 really Corinthians was. chapter 3.
1: Have a great weekend. Read your Bibles tomorrow and Sunday. And if you if you want to have it read to you, you can just use the church app because the church app will read the yeah, do, you. That's yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what I
0: do. Guys as well. a better voice than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good weekend. See you, see you in church. church and see you on Monday.